Happy New Year! Welcome to 2019. It's the time of year when we can create a new narrative for ourselves. And isn't January the perfect time for a fresh start or reset? What I find interesting is in talking with friends, some people are actually moving away from setting a quote-unquote resolution because it might seem too overwhelming. And instead, they're focusing on a word or intention or a bucket list item. How cool is that? So some things we're going to talk about today is how do we set a habit so that it actually will stick. So Raquel, what are your goals or your habits that you're trying to make stick for 2019? Well, one of my goals that I'm working on is one that I think a lot of people set for the new year, and that's just to get more active. And I say active versus exercise because I think exercise has a negative connotation in our minds. Oftentimes when we think of exercise, we think of work. And when we say active, active can mean so many different things. So active can mean taking my dog for a walk out on a hiking trail, which I did this weekend. Or it can mean going to a um, bar class or a high intensity workout like a HIIT training class or it can be going to try um, ballroom dancing. So being active is really I think a goal for many of us um, for the new year and I'm one of them so I'm trying to create new activities that make sure that I get up and moving but aren't necessarily quote-unquote exercise which is boring and oftentimes leaves us feeling like we have to go to work to do it. So what about you Libby? What's one of your goals or habits that you'd like to set for this year? I have the same goal every single year and it's to stop biting my nails (laughs) (laughs) and it never works so I think 2019 is my year. That's awesome. Well, hopefully we can share some uh, keys to success so that you can make that habit stick. Can't wait. (laughs) Welcome to Benefits. What, like it's hard? When was the last time you stopped to think about every benefit that was available to you and what information is needed in order to fully utilize those benefits? For most of us, the answer is probably never. Well, we are here to break down the truths and misconceptions of all things benefits and share stories from people like you. Join us on our journey to navigating your complete picture of physical and financial wellness. We are so excited because this week is the first week that Raquel Sanchez will be on the podcast with us. She will be taking on a health or wellness topic each month, so you can look forward to hearing from her once a month. Raquel, do you want to introduce yourself? Sure. Hi, everyone. Again, my name is Raquel Sanchez, and I am Haran's Health Management Director. I work with clients on their wellness strategy within their organizations. So if your employer has a wellness program, um, chances are um, there was some work going on behind the scenes to get that up and running. And so that's a lot of what I do on my day in, day out. But certainly having a passion for health and wellness, I like to extend that to um, employees and to um, our listeners on the podcast. So I'm excited to um, be with you every month to talk about different topics. 
So today specifically, Raquel is going to be talking to us about habits, and she's going to be going over the five keys to success to making a habit stick. So Raquel, take it away. What's the first step? All right, so the five keys. Um, the first one that we're gonna be talking about is choose a habit that brings you joy. And when you think about that, oftentimes when we're thinking about resolutions or something that we need to change, we think about something that's wrong or something that we're not doing or something that we need to fix. And so I'd like to turn that on its head and say, why not think of something that you actually want more of, something that is invigorating, something that um, will bring you more happiness, more abundance, more time for yourself, more balance, um, because the reality is when we actually take care of ourselves and we kind of fill our glass full, uh, we tend to have better health and happiness as a result. So instead of starting with something that's wrong or something that you're not doing or something that is holding you back, start with something that actually you know will make you happy and you know is going to bring more joy into your life. And so when I say that, you might be thinking of what's something on my bucket list for 2019? So what is something that you want to do? You know, maybe it's something you, you see someone doing on social media and you're like, that looks so cool. I want to try that. Or maybe you have your Pinterest board of things I'm going to do one day, whatever it is. Find something that you know would bring you so much joy. Maybe it's taking a painting class. Maybe it's going for a hike in a, in a, a national park nearby that you're like, I want to go there. I've never been. Make it a point. And that is what I would say for goal number one is find something that brings you joy and make it happen in 2019. Maybe that's why my resolution has never worked out because the only joy that's going to come for me not biting my nails is that I can paint them or something, which at the end of the day is so minuscule in my life that it doesn't really matter. So I don't really have a motivation to stop. And it's a lot of work to stop a habit that I've been doing since I was born. For sure. No, and I think that one is something that would come later in our podcast discussion as far as something that you know you want to change. Um, whereas this one is more something that you want to bring into your life instead of something you want to change and take out of for, per, per se. So one of the things that I'll add for this is like I had mentioned uh, earlier, is that I'm trying to get more activity in my in my day. And one of the things that I really love about one of the coaches um, that I get to work out with is he's always giving positive message. And I think this goes back to helping people stick to goals is shifting the messaging around it, right? So instead of beating ourselves up about it, really shifting the perspective. So he always says when we walk into the studio to work out, here's another chance to get better. And that to me, I don't think about exercise or working out as a way to get better. I just think of it as something that I have to do, right? And so even just changing the mindset around it 
helps to make it fun and makes me think, wow, this really is a way to get better. So again, what I want the takeaway to be for the first one is think about something that brings you joy that you could add to your bucket list for 2019. And also some of the things that you're trying to change or shift, try to put a positive connotation with that because that's gonna help you be more successful. So in your example, Libby, with your, your nail biting, you have to think about what is something positive that you can associate with what you're trying to achieve. So what's the next one? All right, so the next one is prime your environment. And this is one that I think oftentimes we give ourselves more credit, that we have a lot of willpower, that we are somewhat invincible, and that we can just decide one day we're gonna change this habit or this behavior, and then it's just gonna automatically stick. And the reality is that's just not true. So I'm gonna use another example here. Uh, another goal or habit or resolution that a lot of people are setting is gonna be around nutrition. Right, so we know that in today's society, in the American diet, we're not eating enough fruits and vegetables and, and we're eating a lot of processed food, a lot of fast food. And so a lot of us are aware of that, but it's how do we change that? How do we begin to make those shifts? And so what I would tell you in priming your environment is the reason people are successful in this area, one of the reasons I should say, is because they're very intentional about making sure their environment, meaning their home, meaning their workspace, meaning even their car, actually helps them to be successful in meeting their goal. All right, so just to put this into context, if you're trying to eat healthier in 2019 and set some goals around nutrition, the key is to make sure that your environment, meaning your home, your workspace, and even your vehicle. Because I don't know um, about you, but I spend a lot of time in my car driving, and so I need to make sure that I have snacks ready uh, in case I get hungry and I don't wanna run through the drive-through and make a bad decision, or just so that way I can make sure I keep my sugar levels balanced. And so part of that is just being mindful of your environment and setting yourself up for success. Because nine times out of 10, um, it's not willpower, it's skill power. And that is the idea of having skills in place so that you can be successful. Another example of that is always having your gym bag packed. I always have my gym bag packed, something I do on Sunday night. I have it ready in my car. That way, if I wanna to go to the gym, I'm ready. If I wanna do a workout um, on my lunch break, which I haven't done yet, but again, it's there and ready. Or impromptu, if, if I'm able to get some exercise in, if my son's at soccer practice or something like that, it's just always ready. So again, priming your environment for success. It's really important that you do that because it just takes the guesswork out of it and it makes it that much easier. So making habits stick is about making the easy solution the right solution. And so that is all what this, uh, this item is about, priming your environment. So I'm really glad that you said everything that you just said, mainly because I started doing this myself recently, 
and I've noticed a huge change. Like, I notice a difference between when I've planned meals versus when I haven't. Even like if I have food at home, if I haven't planned the meal, I'm probably going to Chipotle. Right. Versus if I've planned the meal and I've bought the food specifically for that meal, then I'm going to eat that meal. But I haven't taken it as far as having snacks in my car, which is so smart. It's so smart because when I leave work, so I have a serious addiction to hot Cheetos, and I'm not afraid to admit it. I love them. They're the best thing ever. But I told myself that I'm not allowed to eat them anymore because they're so bad for you. Every day when I get off work, I'm like, oh, my God, I could just stop at the grocery store or the gas station and just pick up a bag. But... If I had a snack in my car, then I wouldn't crave them. I'd be craving whatever's in my car because it's easier. So I'm glad you just solidified that in my mind because I'm going to take my new habit one step further from just meal planning to having healthier snacks everywhere so that I'm not craving snacks that are not good for me. Awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so we've hit two points, and there's three more to go. What is the third one? So the third key to success to making a habit stick is mastering the art of showing up. This is a big one for many of us because we get amped up, we're excited, it's the beginning of the year, we're ready, we're going to crush our goals, and come week three, week four, we start to fall off the bandwagon, we start to um, regress back to old behaviors, and it gets really tough to kind of see ourselves getting back on the wagon. And so the first part of mastering the art of showing up is just being like gentle with yourself and realizing we're all going to fall off the bandwagon, we're all going to decide, okay, today's not the day. I'm not going to follow my my goal or my habit. Um, that's okay. That's normal. That's called being a human being. And this habit for number three is just making sure you set a plan within the next 30 days to get back on the wagon. Um, another way to look at this is mastering the art of showing up is literally Sometimes you don't want to do the things that you know you have to do, but you just got to do them, right? So again, I'm going to go back to um, physical activity, fitness, exercise, whatever we want to call it. Oftentimes, we're tired. We don't have the energy. It's cold out. We've got a million other things we can do. Um, We can make a hundred more excuses. We don't feel good. I have found to try to push through that and just show up to class. And what I tell myself is, if I, after class, still feel like it was the wrong decision, then I'll give myself more benefit of the doubt. But that never happens. Every time I get out of class, I always feel 100% better, and I'm so glad I did it. And frankly, once you're around other people who are also doing the same thing as you, it helps to feed off of that positive energy and you feel good because of it. So mastering the art of showing up is A, realizing you're human, sometimes you're going to fall off the wagon, B, making a plan to get back on the wagon within 30 days, and C, 
even though it's tough and you don't want to do it and you want to talk yourself out of it, just commit to showing up and you'll be really surprised by the results. I agree. I started or I joined a gym like almost a year ago, I'd say. And I am like working out for me is one of my least favorite activities. I don't like to do it. But I found something that I am okay with. I like it enough. And I'm starting to like it more and more. And I found that if I just get there, if I just go to the gym and put the clothes on, I'll do what I need to do. And at the end of it, I do feel really good. But working out is not an easy task for me. So it is about just going there. Absolutely. Yeah. And that kind of brings us to the next point, which is fall forward. And this is a concept um, that has been out recently in the last 12 months. I've seen books about this um, and the idea of resiliency, of just getting up and keep going. Um, This also talks about kind of that getting back on the wagon concept. And the idea of falling forward is making sure that you have support systems so that you can be successful. And that can be things like A, accountability, so having people that can hold you accountable and vice versa, that tends to help really well. So if it's a coach or if it's somebody that you're meeting this goal with or if it's, you know, you're trying to eat healthier at home, it could be um, your significant other, your roommate, whatever the case may be. It can also be tapping into some resources. So oftentimes the reason we fail is because we don't have a really good game plan for when we mess up, right? So that's inevitably gonna happen. Even if we're trying to quit a habit like smoking or vaping or whatever the case may be that is a bad habit that we're trying to get away from or drinking is another one. Maybe we're trying to, we realize these habits are causing problems in our lives or frankly, they're just not healthy and we need to scale back or cut them out entirely. The idea is that you need to have those resources so that when you do um, slip up and go back to that behavior, that you have a game plan. And so some of those things that I just want to bring to your attention is within your um, employee benefits, there might be some resources there through employee assistance program. Um, There might be a health coach available through your work site or that they can connect you with somebody who can be a resource to you. Um, Also, there's resources within um, the carriers that have a lot of helpful information that can be tools and resources to help you on uh, a game plan to be successful. So what's number five? All right, so we made it to the end. The fifth uh, success in making a habit stick is celebrate small wins. This is one that I think we need to do more of because I always find it interesting that, you know, we get up, we go to work, or we go to school, or whatever the habits are of our our daily lives, and do we ever celebrate like, woohoo, you know, I went to work today, I got up, I did what I was supposed to do, I came home, I made dinner, and those are some small wins, and again, I'm, I'm jokingly saying that, but the idea behind this is 
we need to reward ourselves for making healthy choices. And what that can look like, it really depends on what motivates you. Um, it can be a monetary incentive. Maybe it's something small. Maybe if you stick to your goal for so many times in a month, you allow yourself something nice. Um, it can be, you know, one of the things I do since, again, nutrition is one of the things we've talked about. So you are eating healthier. You're, you're trying to get more healthy foods in. Why not go to the grocery store and splurge on a couple of cool things that are something you haven't tried or something that's healthy, but it's a little expensive and you wouldn't typically go for it, but you're like, you know what? Hey, if I'm gonna eat healthy, I might as well eat good and I might as well try something new. Um, or if you're trying to get more physical activity in, more fitness, more activity, why not every month that you stick to your goal, you buy yourself a new workout outfit or some cool fun socks or whatever the case may be, something, you know, an accessory or, um, I mean, it could be anything. Um, whatever it is, just give yourself rewards to celebrate small wins. Um, or you might treat yourself to go out for dinner with friends. Or again, I can go on and on. You know what would be a, a win and a celebration for yourself. So you want to hit those milestones um, at least on a monthly basis so that you can feel rewarded by the actions that you're taking. and keeps you motivated um, and keeps you moving forward every month. So just think about that because we don't celebrate enough when it comes to good things and we really should because that helps keep us on track and energized um, and inspired to set new goals and continue to, to stay on course with, with what we're working towards. One thing that I would like to add to that is that sometimes you can celebrate small wins by giving yourself something that motivates you to go further also so like when I first started working out I was like if I stick to this for the next few months I'm gonna buy new workout clothes like you said and then I got all these new workout clothes and I was like well I want to wear them so I got to keep working out so I think it was it's like a never-ending cycle for me the more that I work out the more new workout clothes I get to buy and then the more I get to wear them Right. No, that's a good point. We're all trying to evolve. We're all trying to um, get better. But rem remind yourself, hey, in the end, choose to form a habit that brings you joy. Remember to prime your environment so that you can be successful. Make sure you master the art of showing up. Have a plan so you, when you fall, you fall forward. And last but not least, rem remember to always celebrate small wins. Well, thanks, Raquel, for sharing that with us. I thought that that was really great information that I know that at least I'm going to take back for me as I start my 2019 goals. Awesome. I can't wait to hear how they go this year, Libby. I will be your accountability partner. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>
will lead you to much more success when your environment is ready for you and also um, just making it happen and committing, you're ultimately gonna see a lot more success if you do those two things. So what are the misconceptions we learned from this? The two misconceptions that we learned are really to flip the script when it comes to making a goal. And so to think about, instead of thinking about something bad that you're doing in terms of a habit or behavior that you wanna change, think about instead what's the good that's gonna come from it if you change that behavior. And secondly is that it doesn't have to be extravagant to reward yourself. When we think about celebrating the small wins, you can do so um, with, with a lot of creativity, but just think about something that's gonna motivate you and keep you on track. See you next time. Nothing we say in this podcast is representative of any specific plan and should not be construed as legal, regulatory, or accounting advice. If there is any discrepancy between what we say and your plan document, your plan document will always prevail.